Hey everyone, welcome back to Living Electric. Uh, I'm not going to say it that way. <laughs> Sound exasperated. Yeah, right? I, well, yeah, let's just start the episode off that way. Yeah. <laughs> it has been a busy week and we have lots to talk about today. So we are going to have a very random episode, but we're going to wrap it up with Alex talking about a summer road trip that he is taking. Yes. Yeah, lots to talk about. Been there's been a ton of EV news this week, and I think we're both like kind of worn out trying to cover everything and talk about everything. But we figured yes. we kind of start yeah. off on a lighter note. Um, this Onion article has been going around Twitter. I know both of us got a pretty good kick out of it. Um, it's called "American Ex- Americans Explain Why They Prefer Gas Over Electric Cars," and we'll link the article down in the in the show notes. But we thought we'd each share our favorite blurb from the article. Do you want to go first? Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for the for those that don't know, the Onion is like a satire news source. So these are all like fake, obviously, and we're not trying to like be rude to anybody. We just kind of found these amusing of similar things that we hear people say about electric cars. Um, so mine is from uh, Jillian Grunenberg, who's a re- librarian. This is all a fake name, obviously. Um, but she says, "I'm waiting to skip electric and go straight to nuclear." I, I am too. I, love. <laughs> I am too. Jillian, right? That was her name. Jillian. Jillian Grunenberg. Yep. Yes. You yes. know, Jillian Gr- Grunenberg speaks the truth. We need <laughs> nuclear-powered cars right now. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> so I I hear that. I don't hear it as often, but I do hear people say, "Oh, well, like electric's just kind of a fad. It's not going to be around very long. Hydrogen cars are really going to be where it all breaks through and like really becomes popular." So I'm waiting for that, and it's like. I feel like people aren't really, they're just like, don't want to change. And they're like, I'll wait till it's like really, really good. So I don't know. thought that one was, was entertaining. So Brandon, yes. what's, what's yeah. yours? <laughs> well, my, my quote comes from Henry Dalton and he's a cook. <laughs> <laughs> I've been complaining about high gas prices for the past 35 years and wouldn't really know what to do with myself if I stopped. <laughs> and the thing is, is that like, even though that that's like pure satire, I personally like would drive when I would drive gas powered vehicles and like I have a lot of friends and family who like we would have full on conversations about gas prices. (laughs) (laughs) So like I felt like now that we obviously don't even look at like the gas prices, even though we still talk about them, like, I just feel like nobody would really know what to do with themselves if that was a topic at the dinner table. (laughs) Man, electricity is just getting real expensive these days. Like, you don't really say that. <laughs> so, <Nope. laughs> no. Let's compare. Let's compare electricity bills. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's not generally a topic of conversation I bring out at the no. dinner table. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I love the onion. Like when when you sent this to me, I was so excited to read through this. There's <laughs> there's a few dark ones, but they're pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, we were going through before this. We we're like, I don't really feel comfortable reading some of these on. Uh, <laughs> on uh the show so if you want some more dark humor definitely check out the article because some of them are pretty pretty creative so yep well now in more ev news <laughs> since we've been keeping up with a lot this week yes. the chevy blazer ev was unveiled this week yes and you love it right i think i saw your facebook post you're, I, you're debating yes. whether or not you want to put a reservation in yeah, I, I really like it. I think it's like it's very it's based on the same platform that the Cadillac Lyric is based on, but it's mm. obviously the sportier cousin of the Lyric. Right. And I, I really like how it looks. I see some design um copying from like Neo, like from their uh ES I think it's the ES eight SUV mm. or the ES nine SUV yeah. um in the front. 
But the Blazer just looks beautiful, and I think uh, Chevy did a really good job with the interior as well. Like, it looks mm. more upscale. But I know you don't necessarily <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, I like. I don't know if I've shared this on the show before or not, but I am not a big fan of, like, SUVs generally. Um, especially, like, kind of the modern-looking SUVs. I do like the boxier ones. I actually really mm-hmm. like the design of the new Escalade. I don't know if you've seen that before, but like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a really huge. nice looking. Yeah, they're gigantic. Like, probably not worth it for like your daily travels, but <laughs> if you want to look like a baller, like the Escalade is yeah. the way to go. Um, but I really like the design of that. Um, like the Rivian R1S, I really like. Yeah, some of those boxier yeah. SUVs, I really like. But these, like, I'm generally just not a huge fan of these kind of like weird like crossover SUV type ones that they're like it almost feels like they're trying to do too many things at once they're like we want it to be sporty but also like you can fit eight people in it and also like you can fit a whole picnic table in the back and like <laughs> all this stuff <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know i think j- just how scattered it is almost kind of is part of the reason i don't like it and i really don't like the big like faux grill up front i'm just not a fan of that so yeah. yeah, you know, at, at first, like, <laughs> I, I wasn't the biggest fan of, like, the faux grill either, but, like, I kind of like the, I'm kind of, like, OG when it comes to, like, the front end of EVs, like, the old Model S, how it had, like, the nose cone versus, like, you know, like, a flat front, like, yeah. grill is. I, I like that. Like, I think for, like, a lot of people who are, like, so used to seeing a vehicle that has a grill, they would appreciate that. But, like, the 1LT and the 2LT versions of, like, the Blazer, I really like that it's body color. Because, like, mm. it looks like a grill, but it also makes it look more like an EV. Gotcha. But, yeah. But but I, I agree with you when it comes to, like, boxy SUVs. Like, that's, like, yeah. I, we've had these conversations before. Like, if I can have an R1S or, like, an electric G-Wagon, yeah. that would be, like where I want to be at. But like the the wagon I think like the um the blazer looks almost like a station wagon in a way. Like yeah. it looks like a taller yeah, station that. wagon. Mhm. I actually didn't realize I've only seen pictures of the SS, so I'm just pulling up some pictures now. I actually like the look of the 1LT and 2LT way yeah. better. I like the body color way better. So that's one of the few things I think we disagree on on the podcast is is uh, exterior design language. So yeah, I very yep. much like the more sleek, like minimalist type exterior. So with that being said, we have a conflict now, and uh, this is the last <laughs> episode of Living Electric. No, I'm just right. I feel yeah. like I've I made that joke so many times. <laughs> We're canceling the show after this. Yep, yeah. canceled. <laughs> it's, it's canceled. Yeah, I know. I, I'm excited about the Blazer. I, I know that like some people aren't exactly excited about it. Um, you know, specifically a lot of people who you know are Tesla fans. But like when it comes to like competing against like the Mach-E and the Model Y, like I think it's like in the perfect price point right. and category for it. Um, but I, I do want to say that if we ever do get one as a media vehicle, we need to test fitting eight people and a picnic table. <laughs> like we need to make sure that that's like our criteria. <laughs> that's the true test. Yep. And yep. go still go zero to 60 in under four seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. But we have to strap the picnic table down because it might right. go through the glass, <laughs> right. the rear glass. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, overall, not to like bash on the, the blazer, I'd, like seeing all these new EVs coming out is awesome. Like there's a like even we're a great case here. Like you love the look of this and I don't and having those options is great, right? Like yes. I, I agree yeah. with that completely that having more options for people is really the goal here. So I'm not trying to like bash on it and saying don't buy it. Like <laughs> there's there there obvi- there's a reason that they built this vehicle and people are going to want it. So yes. Um yeah. I love that part of it. 
having choices is a good thing. Right, right. Oh, they got a red interior suit. I do like that. That looks pretty slick. Okay, so here's my thing. I I actually don't like the full red interior. Believe me. <laughs> I I I like Dang the um, I, right. Oh, here we go. Now now I yeah. Now I don't like the car. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I I don't like the full red interior. I like the RS trim that has like the red and black. Like uh, it has like the red accents with like the black inserts. To me, uh, that looks okay. more put together. When it's all red, it just looks like ketchup to me. And That's like, fair. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've just never been of the biggest fan of like a solid red interior. I think it gotcha. depends on how it's done. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I would probably get the RS over the SS. With that being said, <laughs> yeah, but it would be a red exterior, obviously. So <laughs> yeah, the red, the red exterior does look good. What about uh, charging? I didn't see any specs on that. Do you know? Oh, what it the... can uh, char- charge at a green six or 190 kilowatts. Oh, awesome. Okay, that's yep. great. Yeah. Uh, it has a standard 100 kilowatt hour battery pack, um, which is which is pretty good. Um, well, I guess I shouldn't say standard. The the higher trims get the bigger battery. The lower trim gets a smaller battery pack. Mm, um, gotcha. There's, I don't believe there's confirmation, but what I've seen online is that it's like a 68 kilowatt hour battery pack for the standard one. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And GM, we got to call you out here. I'm on your website right now. Um, you've got Living Electric on here. Um, with more information about what it's like living with an EV. So I don't know what came first here, but I feel like you stole our name. <laughs> At least we can collaborate, you know? That's true. That's true. Yeah. GM, you're Killer. welcome on to talk about the Blazer. So Yes, yeah. We, we, could, we could get somebody from GM on here. <laughs> cool. So what else uh, has gone on in the, the world of e- EVs? Oh, I was going to say there's a uh, there was a... Pete Buttigieg was being questioned about something... Um, I don't know the whole context, but there was a lot of exchange about EVs in Congress recently. So um, there is a really cool video where Pete Buttigieg talks about like prices of EVs because that's like a common misconception and all the people questioning him had some misconceptions about price and he brought up some great examples of EVs that are affordable and normal Americans can buy. Uh, First of all, uh, I want to be clear Nobody I know, certainly not me, thinks that all or even most Americans can easily afford electric vehicles. That said, I'm, I'm, I'm struck by this $55,000 number that, that, that keeps going around. Um, I, pulled, I knew this might come up, so I just pulled a few of the latest prices. Uh, a Chevy Bolt, so an American-made 2022 uh, EV is $26,595. Uh, if you want a pickup truck, uh, like a Chevy Silverado EV, or Ford uh, F-150 Lightning, uh, the starting prices of those are 39900 and 39974 respectively. These, uh, these misconceptions about EVs don't stop like in just the people you might hang around with or at public events. Like It goes all the way up to the top. So I think yeah. the work we're doing or trying to do here is like very important <laughs> in under- yeah. helping people understand, like, hey, these these are still like ideas and and falsehoods that are being perpetuated so yeah yeah and i mean like i don't want to say it's dangerous like because i feel like that might be an extreme way of saying it but like when <laughs> right. you have misconceptions at a policy level that just doesn't end well and yeah. i like that that Pete Buttigieg you know kind of i i can't remember exactly who the representative's name was who was talking about like finding pricing from a year ago on Kelly Blue Book <laughs> right. And, you know, like obviously using outdated information and like presenting that in a manner of that, like, 
you know, public stance. I right. really like that Pete Buttigieg like came in and be like, hey, that's that's already outdated. Like that information is a year old. That's not what it is today. Let's talk about the facts. Yeah. And um, I, I agree with you. Like, I think it's important with what we're doing to get proper information out there. Right. And hopefully, you know, at some point that gets up to the policy level because the policy is going to impact everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and you know what, like we, we talked about earlier, but like even information that is two years ago is already out of date just because the space is moving so quickly. So like not to like give everybody a pass, but like it is hard to keep up with if you're not looking at it every day. Like the Chevy Blazer was announced last week. Like most people probably won't hear about that for another six months. Like, (laughs) oh wait, there's an electric Blazer. Like this news doesn't travel as quickly if you're not kind of in the space like we are and like really nerds about it like yeah. <laughs> like some of us are so i get it and i think it's just going to take time where people are like oh well that's changed in the past five years and things are different now with evs so um yeah. but the main point there was like there's a lot of low-cost evs right now and like doesn't even necessarily need to be a full ev because i think pete talked about him and chaston got a chevy volts with a v for like $14,000 plug-in hybrid yep. and they they can plug it in and get to work or do whatever they need to around town. So there's there's certainly more options out there than a full-blown EV like a full-blown like Tesla Model S or something that's going to cost oh, yes. you 80 grand. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's there's great options under $35,000 now like the Bolt and like the right. Bolt EUV like they dropped the price significantly. And yeah, it doesn't charge the fastest, but you still get over 250 miles on a full charge and it's a yeah. fun car to drive. Like yeah. and the new ones are much better in terms of like the interior like materials and everything. Right. So like there's a lot of great options out there. Um I yeah. just think a lot of people like think when they think EVs, they think Tesla and like yeah. they think like the you know 80,000 plus dollar vehicles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you have that category. But um, it's important to highlight them because there's a lot of good cars under forty thousand um, dollars, and I would buy another Bolt. Like if we needed a third car, I would absolutely go buy another Bolt because it's yeah. a great value. <laughs> yeah. But we Definitely. don't need one, so but that's my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we've been well, we've been extremely busy, but like we've been trying to do that EV misconception series and like our second video for like battery lifespan and like diving into like recurrent mm. autos like battery data set is like taking off i mean like we have almost 700 views for that uh video so far which i mean our channel is relatively small but like a lot of people are interacting with it that's great um you know it it just goes to show you that people at least this gives me hope that people are looking for proper information (laughs) right (laughs) they're at least researching for it yeah yes yeah that's yeah that's step one for sure yeah um oh gosh what was i gonna say it was something around like ev misconceptions um, I I have no idea. I can't remember. <laughs> it's gonna bug me the rest. Of, I'll think of it like ten minutes later. Right. Um, um. Well. Oh, I was gonna say. Um. The other thing, like EV related, I think the goal really is electrifying vehicles in general. So I don't know if any of you have been following me, but I've got an e bike now, and I've been using that for a lot of local trips. So I think there's um there's certainly more ways to electrify than people realize it doesn't necessarily need to be an expensive car. It could be electrifying your mower. It could be getting an e-bike for your trips around town. There's all kinds of other ways to electrify your life, if you will. Um, and I think all of those are positive things because the less stuff we're burning, I think is better. (laughs) So yeah. 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 
I, I definitely think we need to do an episode highlighting the different categories of electrification because, like, there's yeah. a lot. Like, we've had an electric lawnmower for three years. Um, the battery packs are holding up, like, perfectly. Like, we haven't oh, seen wow. any nice. loss of life in them. Um, and uh, the thing, like, can do our entire property, like, on one battery. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, that's a great way to, like, cut emissions. And, yeah, I think we could do a whole episode on that. Definitely. Definitely. I definitely want to highlight um, in one episode about generators because, like, we went to this food truck park recently. And, well, mm. actually, yeah, we did, too, you know, a few weeks ago in Columbus. But, like, I was thinking of, like, all the food trucks that have just generators that are just going and going for hours. <laughs> right. Could there be, a obviously, like, a battery backup that they could, like, rely on? Like, I mean, like, obviously, I don't know how that would work with, like, their cooking and, you know, their stoves. But, right. like... Well, doesn't that, that one... An coffee truck that you guys go to have yeah. uh, aren't they like yeah. fully electrified yeah yeah they're called odd dog coffee um yeah they're, uh they're they're only open friday saturday and sunday i'm giving them a huge shout out because like i adore them a little buzz um, marketing but, here yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but like um so they're, they're a small food truck that the the truck itself is diesel powered but the, okay the rest of it is battery powered so gotcha. when the truck's sitting there the entire day it's running off of the battery instead of running the gas or gotcha. u- utilizing diesel so they um, use a diesel just for getting around, but when they're yes. parked and serving coffee, it's battery. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, yeah. and, and I believe they converted it themselves too. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So go check out Odd Dog Coffee in Cleveland uh, <laughs> Heights. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have that. I think they're a potential guest of ours. So we'll have to reach out to them as well. Chat oh, with for them sure. about their process because that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So summertime it's blazing hot <laughs> well it is actually pretty hot i just wanted to say a blazer pun but um <laughs> i was gonna ask if that was on purpose or not <laughs> oh it totally was totally was <laughs> so you're going on a road trip soon i am yeah so i don't know if we did a previous episode about this but i am traveling to deep creek maryland again this year um so we're gonna be taking my car because that's the only car we have well, that works well enough to go that far. So <laughs> no offense to Mallory's car, but we, uh, we're going to be taking my car and it is, I looked the other day, I think it's a, a little over 300 mile trip and it's going to take us about four and a half hours to get there. So I plugged it in on Chargeway and it shows you where to stop, how long to stop, all that stuff. Um, so we did this trip last year and planning to do basically the same thing. So we're going to drive basically like two and a half hours, going to try to charge up to a hundred percent at home before we leave, um, stop about two and a half hours in. Usually we just grab like food and then stop at the charging station. So we can just eat while the car is charging. Cause that's a good yeah. way to kind of kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. That's a great and, way. Uh, yeah. And then I can eat too. I'm not like trying to scarf down food while we're driving because that's not too safe. So we uh, that's usually what we do. We stop. I think Chargeway said it was like a, I think it only said 10 minutes. So we're probably going to end up spending more time than that because I I don't eat that fast. Um, yeah. I might. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I, I've had dinner with you before. That's fair. <laughs> I might, might finish it in 10 minutes. Um, yeah, but we might stay a little bit longer than that depending on how everybody else is doing with their meals. <laughs> and uh and then we'll be we'll be good to go and, and arrive at Deep Creek. But last year when we were there, I literally just brought an extension cord. I brought my mobile adapter, just stayed in and plugged into a one ten outlet the whole time. And 
you don't do a lot of driving while you're there because it's a it's a reservoir so it's literally all these nice houses around a lake so like you drive or you boat on the lake i guess to get around you don't necessarily like drive your car that often so yeah my car stayed plugged in a majority of the time was able to charge up enough and i don't think we even stopped on the way back because we were able to charge up enough and and go so i think we're going to do something similar this year um i do need to probably look at the house to make sure there's an exterior outlet somewhere but i usually (laughs) bring my my extension cord anyway just to be safe but yeah, that's that's the plan right now. So we'll oh, see how it goes. Nice. <laughs> should yeah. be should be pretty straightforward, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it sounds like it. It sounds like a great vacation and summer getaway. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we had a we had a good time last year. There's a, it's very like recreational boating. So like it's a lot of like skiing and uh, wakeboarding and like tubing, all that kind of stuff. So. I got up on the skis last year, so I'm excited to try that again. <laughs> oh, I, nice. <laughs> I have never been water skiing before till till last year, so get to try that again. Yeah. Are you gonna do any wakeboarding? That that was always like an interest of mine as a kid. Like I was well, like that'd be I want to. <laughs> Nobody wanted to last year and I didn't want to be like hog it the whole time, but I, I would like to try that this year because yeah. I I feel like I'd be able to do that. <laughs> so yeah. I wanna give it a shot. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, in the future, whenever you go, you can get one of those electric jet skis that uh, I think it's a Taiga. I think it's T-A-I-G-A. They just came out with their Orca. Nice. It's an okay. all-electric jet yeah, ski. Yeah, I've heard of them before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I did not see any electric vehicles of any kind on the lake, so I'm curious if I'll see any this year. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think the main reason is a lot of them are like rental vacation homes. A lot mm. of them aren't private. They're privately owned, but they rent them out. Like It's not like people just live there year-round. So it's a lot of vacationing people. So I don't think a ton of people have like super nice boats <laughs> or anything because <laughs> um, most people rent them. So yeah, gotcha. I'm curious if anybody will have any, though. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, you might see an F one fifty Lightning or something. Maybe <laughs> bring we'll a see. boat in. Yeah, never know. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be cool. So, but yeah, cool. that's the trip. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm kind of like jealous that you get to do like a road trip because like it's been so long <laughs> since we've been able to do one, and like we haven't like done like a long distance electric one. The longest one was just going to like DC, right? So. Yeah, hoping hoping that we'll be able to do one that like involves more than one charging stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. is funny when you start like kind of. I know I realize this pretty quickly. It's like people always ask you like, "Oh, when you go on a road trip, doesn't it take like so much longer?" And then like you kind of think about it, and you're like, "How often do I take road trips that are like more than 300 miles from my house that would require <laughs> right. multiple charging stops?" And I'm like. You really don't like, <laughs> yeah, we're both fortunate, obviously, to have like our family that lives really close. Like my family's in Indy, so everybody's like pretty close. And I've got family in Cincinnati. Like all of those are one or fewer charging stops away. Oh, but yeah. There's not a lot yeah. that like we need to take these long, extravagant road trips and super plan our routes and do crazy stuff anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah, I almost feel like I just want to go out of my way to experience that. Like, I mean, I did briefly when I worked for Tesla, but like, obviously the infrastructure is so different now. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, I just want to get out there and just, you know, drive to Austin, Texas or something. Right, right. 
we'll have to figure out a way. I know I want to do a big road trip, like cross country road trip before my free supercharger miles expire. Oh, um, cause yeah. I could essentially do the trip for free besides like, obviously like food and lodging and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, but like gas usually is a big component of like a long trip like that. Like it can be a significant expense. So being able to do it all electric would be pretty cool. Oh yeah. But, yeah. We'll have to see if uh, I can somehow like take ownership of your car for a month um, so that you can use my free miles too. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that to California or something. That'd right. be cool. <laughs> right. So I'm still trying to remember what I was going to say about the freaking. Oh, it's been more than 10 minutes. I know. I cannot remember for the life of me. It was going to be something like, do you ever encounter people that think X about your EV or something like that? Not that, like, think it's crazy expensive, but, like... I mean, I definitely have, like, had, like, um, conversations where people, like, think that we're wealthier than we are because we drive an EV. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, like, I'm not, like, trying to, like, belittle, like, our situation because we're very, like, fortunate and, like, you know, lucky to be where we're at. But, obviously, you know, I... Personally, I know that there's a lot more work to do, but um, yeah. <laughs> but you're still very much like middle average, middle class, though. It's yes. not like you're balling. So yeah, yeah, not, not yet. It could be you know, facade, but <laughs> it's all a, it's all a, it's ruse. All a facade. Yeah. <laughs> just hide those credit card bills. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, yeah, but like the thing is, is that like we've had those conversations and like, I think a lot of people don't realize that like our model three is our only vehicle. Like, you know, like this Mm. is our one car payment. Yeah. It is a little bit more expensive, but like, well, I guess we're getting the mini, you know, electric soon, but like, um, just based on like our lifestyle and like what we do with the vehicle, like it saved us a lot of money to go to an electric vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Teslas are a little bit more on the higher end, but like you can save a lot of money by going electric and and I think I think a lot of people need to realize that like if you don't fit like if you don't have like a certain salary like there's still used options you can go for and there's still a lot of good new options you know that still have like tax credits like the Nissan Leaf like you can still get right. a Nissan Leaf with the federal tax credit right. and have it be a really affordable lease option so yeah. um, you know I just think it's it, I think the conversation needs to be had that like there's more options out there than just fifty to you know, $60,000 starting prices. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I think that was, that was some of the question I was going to ask is, do you still encounter people like that think a, an electric car is over a hundred thousand dollars or something ridiculous? Yeah. And I think, i think the answer is still very much. Yes. Even though that is like coming up on a decade of being outdated. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so I think yeah. some of the early model S's were, were over a hundred thousand, but I think you're, you're not paying near that much for an equally capable electric car in 2022, like not yeah. even close. So yeah, yeah. And my my best or my favorite thing is is that like I love when people are like, oh my god, it, it's really not that expensive. And it's like, no, like yeah, you know, there there's a lot of like good vehicles out there that are just not marketed, you know, that yeah. are not advertised and. Um, you know, like I know we ran into issues with our Bolt, but like I'll gladly you know recommend that to people. Cause it's a great car and it's yeah. not expensive at all. So like, right. yeah, right. go get a bolt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say it's interesting. Um, God, I'm like flaking out today for some reason. Oh, um, well, it is late. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, 
God, I'm like losing my train of thought real weird tonight. Um, I think your mind is just on vacation mode. I mean, you're I leaving guess. in two days. And, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it was uh, the thing that surprised me the most is when people ask how much I, my car costs and I'll tell them, go look on Tesla's website. Like the price that you pay is on there. I think that boggles like more people's minds than anything because people oh, are so yeah. used to kind of the dealership experience. Yeah. Um, and being like, oh, well, like, yeah, the MSRP is this amount, but we're charging this amount. And we're as a dealer, we're giving you this discount and like all these like it's almost too complicated. And I'm glad more companies are kind of going the Tesla route. I think Ford is actually going to start doing this and start doing like a lot of sales online for EVs. And the dealer will just kind of facilitate the delivery and be yeah. support for service and stuff. Um, which really I think is the way to go. Like that's, that's where dealers make most of their money anyway is through service, like make them the best service people possible and leave the complicated car buying, like to the online process that can be done so easily nowadays. So, Oh yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Like, I mean like, you know, part of my job with Chargeway is like dealer tracking and like, I've seen so many dealers marking things up by like 50 to 60%. Yeah. And like I found an F-150 Lightning that was like $150,000 and it's like, like I, I get it, you know, like supply chain, the market's tough. I understand. But like, yeah. <laughs> this is why people like the Polestar, the Tesla approach where you can just order a car online and have it delivered order it online. Like, yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. No, I that's, agree. I know, I know uh brandon flash has been having a tough time with that i've been following all his tweets i think he just tweeted before we started recording that he's uh that he bought a new car finally Um, yes but i know he's been looking and having a hell of a time just trying to find dealers that aren't marking things up so yeah i'm glad more are taking that approach and it definitely like that's one of the reasons i don't think i'll ever buy a car that isn't like able to be easily bought online (laughs) is for that dealer experience (laughs) it's like I value my time way too much to go spend a whole like eight plus hour day in a dealership just to buy a car. Like that's not like I'm going to leave. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just not worth my time. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I totally understand. I, I, with our model three experience, I definitely was just like talking the entire time. So like, right. I felt like if Tyler and I were just weren't having like the time of our lives at that dealership, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I guess I, you bought yours. You bought yours secondhand through a dealership. So what yes. was that? I think you talked about it a little bit. Was that like somewhat easy? Or yeah, yeah. Okay, I would say so. And like they had they had the vehicle under MSRP, so like a okay. new long range, and it had less than two thousand miles. So like it yeah. was a great experience. The the one, um, well, I'm not sure if he's with the dealership anymore, but he was one of the sales managers, and um, he's been an EV fanatic for years. And like oh, I actually delivered okay. one of his Model S's to him without even like remembering. <laughs> and so like nice. they have the EV, you know, knowledge. So like gotcha. it made the experience easier for us. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it good. also helps going in there and be like Tesla tattoo, like <laughs> easy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But. Well, I think we covered a lot today. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we packed a lot in a short amount of time. Um, anything else you want to cover? Or you just want to make this a shorter episode here? I, I think I think it's good to make a shorter episode. You know, okay. um, I just I want to put this out there. If anybody's listening who would like to be a guest on Living Electric, uh, let us know, uh, you know, via our Twitter account, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. You know, we could definitely get you on the show and talk more about electric vehicles, especially if you're in the industry. We'd love to talk more with you about that. Right. Um, but just let us, let us know. We'd love to have you on. Definitely. 
Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you all in the next episode.